0: technological world and uh, Blaine Kylo is here okay Blaine you live in fancy Vancouver uniforms wow. and no uniforms for school
1: um, there are uniform like schools around me and I, I think that the schools that you have uniforms they tend to have uniforms because they've got a mix of kids and a uniform is a way for the schools to try and make the kids Feel equal, even though maybe economically, socioeconomically, they are not equal. So mm-hmm. I can see why a uniform might be good in that respect. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have the money to spend on super fancy clothes for Maurizia, you're not going to feel left out.
0: Text comes in, and says, to your point. I went to a school with uniforms and kids still knew who had and who did not have kids still got picked on for lots of reasons. Uniforms made no difference. So yeah, it's an interesting conversation, k- right?
1: Kids, kids are smarter than you think.
0: Well, that's the thing, right? Like is it really going to stop a jerk from being a jerk because they're wearing the same plaid as that guy? I don't think that's the case. I think a jerk is a jerk. So
1: they find, anyway. they, f- they find a way their jerkness right. finds a way to come.
0: It always out. shines through. Um, so anyway, uh, Blaine is a cool dad. That's why I asked the question eight seven seven three nine nine ninety eight ninety eight uniforms. Yes or no? What are your thoughts? I say let the kids express themselves where whatever the hell they want as long as it's modest and it's appropriate for public. I mean, I'm perfectly okay with the rules about the shorty shorts and the midriff and all that stuff. But uh, call me old school. That's cool. All right, it's not what we're here for, Blaine Kylo, technological world. We are going to nerd out about the nerdy nerd, nerd, nerd things. Ryan is so excited to see Blaine, to tell him how many hours he's been playing video games this week. It's crazy. So uh, let's get started with Minecraft.
1: Well, Minecraft is a game that everybody knows, and it started off as this small little indie game, very blocky, like all of the characters and all of the environments and everything. And then you know what it became?
0: A great way to release secret data from the military of the States.
1: Minecraft is so many things to so many people. And (laughs) Microsoft, when they purchased this franchise from Mojang a while ago, they spent a lot of money on it. And they've kind of done a really interesting job of expanding it and continuing to make it relevant in new ways. One of those ways is keeping it accessible on every platform you can think of so you can play minecraft on any platform sony platforms nintendo platforms all different types of windows environments it's on linux it's on mac os um, and they also do different types of games so last year we had minecraft um, dungeons which was a dungeon crawler rpg type game and Arriving yesterday is a new one, Minecraft Legends, which uses the Minecraft environment and the Minecraft brand in a real-time strategy game with a little bit of tower defense mixed in. So this is a really interesting experience developed in Vancouver by Blackbird Interactive with support from Mojang, which kind of runs the franchise. The whole idea here is You select a Minecraft character, you know, the cuboid gloried characters and you're thrown into action in the overworld, which is what we call the Minecraft environment. Then you have to rescue and defend the villagers in that world from the nasty piglins that are invading from another dimension. And so what you're doing here is you're developing and managing an army of golems that you can create by mining resources from the environment and creating these generators that will create golems for you and then you have these armies of different types of golems that you can control and you send into battle against the piglins to save the villagers you can also construct towers that will fire arrows at enemies you can construct bridges to get across the environmental challenges that are in your way And in doing all of this, by creating all of these things, you have to try and save the overworld from the invading piglins. It's super fun. It's all kind of new game modes that people who are playing Minecraft might not be familiar with. So introducing them to new types of games. And you get some really sophisticated gaming here when you figure out the strategy behind... Where should you construct your tower defenses and how do you properly manage and control your little armies of golems to go out there and do what you want them to do? How do you manage your resources so that you're spending those resources on the right things at the right time? When you get good at the story mode, You're going to take that into the online mode where you can actually pit your golem armies against other player golem armies. And you can go two versus two, three versus three, four versus four, and have all kinds of really fun games against other players out there. And it's a real thrill when you figure out how to outwit those other players. And it can be kind of maddening when you realize that, in fact, you're the one who's been outwitted.
0: Oh, outwitted. Dun, dun, dun. Minecraft is one of those fantastic, super simple, I worry that it's gotten too complicated, building bricks, creative thing that kids could do. It was the digital Lego. Has that been lost or is it still okay?
1: Well, it's it's absolutely still there. And I'm not suggesting that everybody's going to like taking their Minecraft and having it in a strategic tower defense type game mode. I'm not a huge real-time strategy player it makes my brain want to do too many things to try and manage that stuff but this is not super sophisticated real-time strategy it's not like the really complicated things that are out there that you will mostly be playing on your pcs it's a pretty good introduction to that type of a game mode and because it's in the minecraft environment it's something that's comfortable it's something that's fun and it just takes that whole world and just plays with it and does something different
0: cool blaine kylo here it's solocore.com and on the twitter as well if you want to check it out up next um dead island 2
1: yeah this is (laughs) i can't get enough of zombies in games and deep silver published this one damn buster studios developed it it's a sequel to a game that was released in 2011 which actually took place on an island dead island 2 doesn't take place on an island. The sequel is set in Los Angeles and so you'll find yourself roaming through Beverly Hills and Hollywood Boulevard, Santa Monica Pier and Venice Beach and the common denominator is all of these environments are overridden with zombies, of course. More zombies. More zombies. Now, you get to choose from one of six characters. You may be immune to the virus. That's sort of the idea that you get at the beginning of the game that you can't actually get turned into a zombie but they can certainly chomp on you and they can certainly damage you, even though they're not going to turn you into a zombie. The whole point of this game, is this is an open world where you've got lots of weapons that you can find and you craft and modify those weapons and you weaponize the environment to take out hordes of zombies. There's a story here that you're playing through trying to figure out where did the virus come from and what is your role within it? It's interesting because each of the six characters you can choose from are all very different. They're acted differently by different actors, really distinct stories. And so the kind of the storyline that you kind of play through here kind of depends on the backstory of the character that you've chosen. So there's a slightly different experience when you go in, but really this is all about running around through Hell A, which is what they call it because L.A. has turned into a hellscape. Mm-hmm figuring out, you know, finding all of these um, side missions where you get these little subtexts and these little stories about the people who are living in LA. And there's some real satire going on in here. Like one of the mansions that you'll come across is one of those mansions that are filled with social media influencers and YouTubers, Nice, you know, those mansions. And you can imagine the goofy things that you find and discover and the little stories that are unveiled as you play through and dead island 2 is filled with those kinds of stories pocketed all over the place lots of gameplay here you can play co-op with a friend but online only unfortunately this really reminds me of dead rising which was a capcom series that began in 2006 dead island 2 owes a lot to what capcom created in the dead rising series super fun to play especially if you like zombies
0: there it is, Blaine Kylo, and the Technological World Awards in Canada.
1: Yeah, Canadian Game Awards are handed out this weekend. If you're in the Toronto area, you can get yourself tickets to see the thing live at the Daniel Spectrum, which is on Dundas Street. And if you're not in the Toronto area, the show is being live streamed on Twitch. This is the annual awards that recognize achievement in video game design, development, and publishing, Lots of that industry happens in Canada, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, and other places. This is an opportunity to recognize the great work they do.
0: Canada is a leader for those who don't game in gaming with the amount of talent that we have. Fairball?
1: It absolutely is. Yeah, it generates mm-hmm. huge, huge re- uh, revenue for the country. And there are lots of companies that intentionally come to Canada to set up shop.
0: All right. So Blaine, Kylo with some technology moving beyond the gaming, you like this remarkable thing. You've mentioned it before.
1: Yeah, this is, this is a tablet that is all about helping you deal with the distractions that prevent you from getting things done. So there are lots of tablet options out there. There's Samsung tablets and there's iPads and all of these other different types of tablets. And every one of them will give you videos and YouTubes and TikToks and games and all the other things that you can do on those tablets. So maybe you're not as productive with those. The remarkable two is designed to save you from yourself because really the only thing it is, is it's a digital notebook. You can write on it and you can draw on it. That's all you can really do. And doing those things on the remarkable is really satisfying because of the textured surface screen makes you feel like you're actually writing on paper. So I've been using it for a few weeks now in place of a paper notebook. So I take notes during meetings. I capture thoughts and ideas when I'm away from my desk. It, it, I'm not distracted by any other things that are loaded on the device. The 16-year-old in the house likes to draw. And what she's been using it for is it's only a black digital ink screen. So you're not getting any colors, but she uses it for sketching. And she's been creating worlds and it, inventing and drawing maps. And she's drawing these incredible maps on the Remarkable 2. You can save these. You can export them to your other devices when you need them. You can take your handwriting and convert it into text, which means that I don't have to do any of the transcription of my notes. I can just sort of have it turned into text for me. Um, they start at 579. So this is a. Uh, premium price, if you really need a tablet that does lots of different things, you're not looking to the Remarkable for that. But if the people who are really going to benefit from a Remarkable 2, you know who you are. You're you're writing lots of notes. You're the kind of person who's going to go into a coffee shop and you need to sit off in a corner and just really write down what's in your head. You can also get the typefolio if you want to turn the tablet into a typewriter and that's all it's intended to be. That's all that it does. It's a notebook. It's a typewriter. It's a way to get your thoughts down on kind of paper, but not paper.
0: Blaine Kylo, it's a technological world. Thank you very much, sir. I am happy
1: to be here. I'll see you next week.